did the damn circus come to town? I didn't see no trucks. Good afternoon and welcome to another 50 Gut Blog Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Paul Williams, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Corey and Cliff. Fellas, what's good? What's going on, bro? It's not good, much. Man. Welcome back. See you guys? Appreciate it, man. I was on my deathbed, but I'm, I'm getting better. Getting better. Well, the Russians will do that to you, so. Indubitably. <laughs> Cliff, how you holding in there, man? I'm great, man. I'm great. Got no aren't, complaints. Aren't the days like so great around this time of year when you don't have to give a damn about the Redskins? I know that's sad to say, but <laughs> damn, I, there's, there's no stress. I'm not stressed out. I don't care about this game on Saturday or on Sunday, I should say, versus Cardinals. Is if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. But my my attitude, my mode will be completely different whether they win or lose. I hear what you're saying. I mean, I, I would much rather us be in some sort of a playoff run right now. But I trust me. I know what you mean. Right. It's, it's kind of uncharted territory if you think about it. Because the past two years in a row, we've been in the race till the last week of the season. Now, this is the first time since 2014, Gruden's first year, where it's a early December game and we're completely out of it. Yeah, that's why the circus has arrived. <laughs> yeah, this, the circus is down. Uh, Bud Kilmer voice. I didn't see no trucks. <laughs> <laughs> so mm. let's, let's get right into it. The first thing we need to talk about is... Uh, this, this drama, the rumors are swirling out about the front office and Jay Gruden. Perhaps if they don't go on some sort of late season run and bring this to eight and eight, that they might be out of here. So uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that? I think that's absolutely foolish, man. Again, yes, we're out of the race. The team's not playing well. Let's also understand that the team was eliminated a couple weeks ago to the arch rival, the Dallas Cowboys. So kind of like you just mentioned – Everybody's not kind of used to this uh, season being over early December. We're not, like you said, we, last time we had that was 2014. And for some reason, the entire fan base, along with, uh, should I say, local media, is where everybody has just completely hit the panic button. And I'm just completely confused as to why this is happening. I mean, just eight or nine months ago, I had people telling me that Jay Gruden was the best thing that's happened to the Redskins. And now all of a sudden, you're telling me he needs to win three, game, three meaningless football games? I, I just don't understand that. Yeah. No, I hear you. Uh, me and Cliff and Chris had this conversation on Monday's podcast, and I kind of calmed down a little bit since Sunday's loss. <laughs> calmed down. I've calmed way down. I was being very emo on the last podcast. Talking he, was, about, he, he was emo, Cliff? He really was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of agree with Cliff said on Monday, on Monday's podcast, talking about you're going across country 3,000 miles away against a team that's on the rise in the in – the, San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers, they're competing for a playoff spot, and we're literally playing for nothing. So, of course, they kicked our ass. You're going through the motions. Remember a couple of years ago against the Bills, when the Bills came to D.C. late December, they were out of the playoff race. We were still competing for the division, and we, we kicked their ass. Same thing last year against the Bears. They're 3-12. and 12. We're competing for a wildcard spot. We went to Chavo and whooped their butts. So, I can see why you got your ass kicked on Sunday, because it's just a natural human letdown, because your season's over. And they're playing for something, so they, they handle business. I'm kind of like I, I told y'all, I know we didn't do the predictions last week, but I had a feeling we were going to go to Los Angeles and get our ass whooped. We were out of the race. Like you said, you ran into a team that is basically hot right now. Phillip Rivers is probably the best, hottest quarterback in the league right now. So, I mean, it was we were due for an ass whooping. But I don't think that involves or that should entail the team just trying to blow everything up and everybody just 
full on panic mode saying you need to fire this person, fire that person. I mean, what's done is done. We're out of the race. It it happens. We've had a rough year with injuries, but I don't think that should involve us blowing the whole ship up because I don't think that's the answer right now. I agree. Right. It's my thing. I, my question is just like, what does this solve? That's like I was arguing with whoever the hell that guy was on Twitter. <laughs> He's like, well, <laughs> Bruce Allen's been here X amount of years. And this is our record. Blah, blah. It's like, okay. Really, Allen has been in charge of personnel since, well, not even in charge of personnel. 2014, Shanahan leaves. Allen mm-hmm. comes in. Like, mm-hmm. Allen is officially the boss. Mm-hmm. Our team was terrible in 2014, right? We yeah, had a first round pick. We didn't have a first round pick in 2014 or 2013. We weren't going to have one in 2015. We just started building this thing. I don't know any of our fans who would actually say we're not, we have not improved a lot in the last two seasons. Right? I agree. People that are, if they think we haven't improved, then I don't know what they're watching. I just, the, the issue, think, Cliff, they're, they're looking at, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, but they're looking at the teams within the division. They see the Eagles with the fact that they have a franchise quarterback and that roster is just, it seems like they've surpassed us. But I, I just don't understand why all of a sudden we need to just blow up the entire ship. And I understand pe- people have issues with Bruce Allen, but that doesn't mean you get rid of the coach. But, not, but see, they want to get rid of Bruce because they've always wanted to get rid of Bruce. Right? I, I think that the, the this is just the, Bruce has ramped the, up since. Right. So I may cut you off. I think the, the hate for Bruce has ramped up since they got rid of McLuhan. Because I think people hold him responsible for that. And maybe he is. But people shouldn't be that upset that McLuhan was gone because McLuhan really wasn't drafting that well or having great free agency classes. People were just were so tied to the idea of him being the, the hope to fix the franchise. Yeah. And, you, and you hear the smear campaign against him and you know that kind of Bruce Allen is leading the charge against him. And people have held that against him. So they're like, oh yeah, now team's five minutes. Let's run his ass out of town. But it doesn't work like that. It does not. My thing is there's this obsession with saviors in mm-hmm. our franchise, right? McLuhan, for whatever reason, was treated like he was the savior. Then when he made certain, when he made any decision, no one really, tr- like he wasn't degraded in the same way that people would grade other personnel people. He could make mistakes, no one would say a word. Right, so if you take a right tackle fifth, and that player then says a, week, a day in the practice that he wants to be right guard, no one said anything. You're right, and I know if that happened with another personnel person here, if Bruce had done that, people would have flipped out. Mm-hmm. Oh well, look at Leonard Williams. We don't have. We need a defensive lineman. Look at Leonard. We get Doxon. Doxon contributes nothing year one. Doxon's only caught like 27 passes since he's been in, like 27, 28 passes. Mm-hmm. Up until this point, you could, re- you could argue the guy's really been a disappointment. Yes. No Who doubt. Who drafted him? We took a running back third round two years ago. He's not even in the league anymore. Nope. D- took a second round safety. He, what, he went on sabbatical. <laughs> if those things had happened when that, those players were drafted by someone else, people would be ripping that person to shreds. No doubt. Steven Paye. Like, like, come on. Ricky John Francois? Yeah, really? So, the McLuhan shit, I'm tired of hearing about that. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of our fans retweeting stuff he says. I'm just sick of it. 
because they're treating him like he was this, like he waved the magic wand and our team got fixed all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. It just don't make it doesn't make any sense. When in reality, it's kind of like a thing where the success of the team the past two years was kind of coinciding with him being here, but I wouldn't say it's because of him. He was just here along for the ride. He was a passenger for the team's success these past couple of years. Well, also the year that we won the division, the division was garbage. That's also garbage. true. Yeah. Factual. Factual. Garbage. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, the past draft, everything is, well, that's McLuhan's board. It's <laughs> like you people, man. <laughs> Look, I am not even pro-Bruce. I am just not going to sit here and treat everything Bruce has done as like it's been the worst thing ever. Right. He hired Jay Gruden. When we hired Jay, our fans were livid. Mm-hmm. Right. Does he remember that day when we hired Jay? Oh, there goes Bruce hiring his friends again. Mm-hmm. Jay Gruden's proven himself to be a very capable football coach. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to run him out of town, Cliff. I'm, I'm really sick of our fans, man. I'm sick of them. Whether it's the team name, whether it's their obsession with chaos – our fans kind of suck. And I know some people will be like, well, all fans suck. It's like, well, I'm not a fan of all the other teams. Right. Right. <laughs> You're like a parent. Like, I, I'm not watching. I'm not Johnny's parents. I'm right. Your, you know what I'm saying? Right. I don't give a damn what they're doing. I'm uh-huh. sick of it. Mm-hmm. Sick of it. But it's I, always I, about blaming someone. Someone's always. Exactly. Someone's got to get blamed. It's like mm-hmm. you people are acting like Snyder when he first got our team. Mm-hmm. Someone has to. Someone has to go to the guillotine. Mm-hmm. But you remember how the fan base would get upset when Snyder would make moves and all of a sudden say he has no patience. Now all of a sudden he signs a coach. He finally has a coach here for four, four more four years. He gives him an extension. It looks like he's doing something right. And now all of a sudden, because we're out of the playoff race, we look like we look like trash right now. Right. You want you want Danny Boy to fire everybody. Right. And I'll tell you guys this much. If you want things to be the way they've been the past seven years, which is not really spending willy-nilly and letting Danny Boy get loose, y'all better hope we keep Bruce in-house because remember what Cooley said this week. He said he has no idea what Bruce does in the day-to-day of this team, but he knows one thing for sure. He keeps somebody at bay, and that somebody is Dan Snyder, which mm-hmm. means if Bruce is here, the checkbook is coming out. For all we know, he might bring Serato back. Not even, yeah, Bruh. exactly. Because, I, look, I don't want to bring up Corey's Knicks, oh, but I'm about to because your team has an owner who – only certain people are capable of keeping that guy, his nose out of all the crap. No doubt. And if there's ever a trouble and he ever wants to fire someone, who does he call? Isaiah. <laughs> Every time. Snyder will call Serato. He might not hire him. I'm sure he'll get, hey, who do you think we should hire? Because mm-hmm. you know what? Snyder's a fan of our team. Mm-hmm. And like most of our fans, he's proven himself to be a dumbass. <laughs> no doubt, though. I hear you. It's making rash decisions. You people need to calm the hell down. I, I just don't understand it. We're, we're out of the race. It happens. We've had a rough year with injuries. Things happen. So what we should do is allow the season to finish itself, play itself out, and we're going to regroup this offseason. We're not going to go firing everyone. Like, that's the answer. Right? Well, let me, you, you fire Gruden, you might be searching for a coach to end up with Zorn 2.0. Let me ask you, you guys a question. You're Jim Bob Cooter, man. I told you. Come <laughs> on, man. Let's say they lose two of the next three and – Let's say at least one of those losses is ugly, like a like a like a twenty four point loss, like we've seen the past couple weeks. Do you think that Gruden is safe? I hope he's safe. But he should be safe. But he should be safe. But there will be people calling for his job. And like, because people just want to fire someone. Mm-hmm. Like like That's, 
Yeah, because they always think that when new is better, but new isn't always better because who right. who's gonna want to come here? You, I mean, yes, Snyder doesn't fire people the way he used to, but smart people are gonna know that Gruden got ran in here for no reason. Who's gonna want this job? I just don't understand why all of a sudden the fan base is th- thinks the answer is to get rid of the GM and the coach. Like we have a plan in place. They were they're trying to build this roster. I mean, clearly. Bruce is disappointed that Kirk Hive because he hasn't thrown him the bag, but that might straight be, up. That might be the smart thing. Dude, yeah. I, I really think that is the biggest thing here. I I get I wonder if these people would be yelling like this if Kirk had a long term deal. That's a great question. Would they be calling for Bruce's head if they knew Bruce was pro cousins and wanted to give cousins all the money in the world? Probably not. So then these people need to shut the hell up, man. But you know what's crazy because about that? They don't care about this team. They don't. Well, my back, but it's funny that people are saying blow this whole thing up, but re-sign a quarterback for $30 million a year. So <laughs> it, it's, Yeah, it, it's it, absurd it, when you think about it. <laughs> it, it. I'm just so confused as to why you could say get rid of the coach who's the one. He actually, he's the one to put, put cousins on the field. Mm-hmm. But you want to get rid of the guy that gave this dude an opportunity. Right. I, I, I don't understand it. It's wild. It's really nah, wild. Is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one Mike? <laughs> like, which one is it? Because you, cause you, you think Gruden sucks. But before Gruden got here, Kirk sucked. Right. So Gruden gets no credit for Kirk's improvement? <laughs> no, nah, they'll, they'll give all the credit to McVeigh. That's what it will do. No, no, I, I've heard them doing cousins. that. Oh, absolutely. I've heard them doing that. I love it. So is Kirk playing well this year? It's. I don't understand what they think the next step would be after firing him. You fire. Let's say you clean house. Mm-hmm. Then we're like. Then what? Right. So you clean house. Let's say you bring someone in. They like cousins, but now you have twenty free agents as well. Mm-hmm. People always think a fresh start is. You know, it's a, it's a grass is always greener sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't, I'm not with that. I'm not with it. Of course you're not, because it's Sorry. stupid. It's, it's just, a, it's an irrational choice. Right. And like Corey said, people are always complaining about the lack of consistency in this franchise. Mm-hmm. And now you have a coach for four years. You have a, a front office figure. I mean, I don't know what Bruce Allen's title has been in years past, but he's, right. he's been watching over this ship. For the past seven years, in mm-hmm. in different capacities, mm-hmm. just, just stay the course, man. If he sucks again next year, then we all know he has to go, and maybe Bruce has to go too. And I don't know if Kirk's gonna be here in twenty eighteen, but if they all suck next year, then everybody can go. But let's just give this one more year, man. This year was very unfortunate, but let's not overreact to five and eight. There's still five, only five and eight. This season can still go eight and eight. Then people are gonna be like, oh, well, that's a third straight non-losing season. Like it, the narrative in this city changes so often; it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Look, I, I, I feel like I'm not even the Shanahan years. I don't count with Bruce. No, because because he didn't. Yeah. He's not the one that wanted Shanahan. We know Snyder's been chasing Shanahan for years before yeah. Allen even got here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Allen has been in charge since 2014, as far as I'm concerned. He's like Sam Rothstein. He was using food and beverage until <laughs> 2014. <laughs> like, like. So if you wanted, like, oh, well, since he's been team president, it's like, dude, cut it out, man. You know damn well. 
I look at it like this. Who wanted Griffin? It wasn't Shanahan, right? Nope. It was I think it was Bruce and Dan. Right. Mm-hmm. That was actually a good decision. Mm-hmm. It was. The problem is the coach didn't want him. Yep. If anything, they should have just fired his ass that day. <laughs> like if you if in revisionist history, mm-hmm. they should have just fired him. Mm-hmm. We want this quarterback. Oh, you don't want him? Then you don't work. Oh, you want Kirk Cousins? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're fired. Because since then, since the Griffin thing hasn't worked out, we knew it was going to take a while to build this team back up. A- absolutely. We had no draft picks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand. I really don't, man. Yeah. It's just funny because – my bad, Paul. But six months ago, the entire fan base was just so excited that Gruden got an extension. We have some stability at the, coach, at the head coaching position. Gruden weathered the storm when he first got here. Things weren't as smooth as they should have been. Yep. We win a division. He, he, you know, he, he looks like he's getting us in the right direction. And all of a sudden, because we're five and eight, we season's not going how we want it to. We should clean house. No, it was it was all good just a week ago. And week watch ago, the, watch the throne voice. <laughs> it literally was though. Was. No one, who wanted to fire all these people a week like a week ago? I, I wonder where they were at. You I know what's? I, I think the issue in the NFL is that people don't look at seasons individually because every NFL season is so different. It is. Right? They have no continuity year to year. Mm-hmm. So many things are changing. Rosters change. Rosters change. Some years, oh, a team gets a crappy schedule. You mm-hmm. didn't get a crappy schedule. You had injuries. Oh, you lost all those close games you won the year before. You lose them because those are toss-ups. Mm-hmm. Coaching staffs change. Right. Yeah. We Losses won a division. We won a division the first year. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, first year cousin started, which wasn't necessarily a good thing, right? Going yeah. forward, if you think about it, mm-hmm. because we were not that good. But going into this season, no one told me what the hell the expectations for the team were. And if you told someone we were, we were going to go seven and nine, eight and eight, they would have said, "Yeah, that seems sounds about right." <laughs> We're probably about to go seven and nine. Mm-hmm. What's it matter how we got there? But fire everybody. Yeah, no, I hear you. Speaking of draft picks, let, let's talk about Sue Cravens and the news about that came out about him this week. Uh, yesterday, his agent released a tweet saying that his client Sue Cravens is now cleared to resume all football activities. I guess he was suffering from a case of post-concussion syndrome, which is a, a very serious. You know, you know, debilitating thing that happens when you have too many head injuries. One thing I've asked is, why would this be a secret from the fans and the media three months ago? Why wouldn't they just release this information to everybody instead of keeping everybody in the dark and having playing this guest game? Who's they? The, the Redskins. I mean, Redskins and you, and the team and um. You Craig, think I, say. I think the team didn't know either. But that's bad. Is well, it? On who? I though? mean, on the player. I mean, if, if you think that your player is going AWOL, that's one thing. But if you have a head injury and you have post concussion syndrome and you're like, you listen, football's not important to me right now. I'm going to go seek treatment. I'll be back when I'm back. That's, that's something totally different. Yeah, another weird thing is they also put him on the reserve left team list and he didn't get paid. If you said, I have a concussion, then you go on IR and you still get paid for the year, which exactly. to me, it, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, because that's that. That's not what he told them. So I really wonder how the conversation went down with Cravens in the front office because 
if now we're finding out that it was due to, to concussions, I, I just feel like the way it played out, it was kind of odd because I feel like even the team was shocked. But just by the way they all played – the whole situation played out, and then you said they put him on the reserve left team list. Like, I kind of feel like the team probably thought he wasn't going to come back, honestly. Yeah, and, and you're seeing it now. I mean, they asked him about it yesterday, and they kind of were just, like, sounded annoyed. They probably – honestly, Clips right. they probably had no idea that he was suffering from this until his agent tweeted about it yesterday. They probably had no idea. Which, but shouldn't the organization know something like that? I mean, how? But, but how how would you know? Doctors, medical staff? Yeah, well, but he left. He left the team. Remember? He, he left the team. Yeah, he did. Yeah, remember that. I don't he, think he's going to be on this team next year. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you guys. Think back. I, I don't I think, think so. I think they probably traded him this offseason or cut him or whatever they can do. But I, I don't think he'll be back. I think the team just, they sound annoyed with him. They sound annoyed that this is kind of how Car- uh, Cravens is kind of carried this whole thing instead of being a professional and saying, listen, I'm going to leave the team because I'm afraid for my long-term health. He just kind of left the team and was on social media being a bop. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on social media being a bop, no, no. <laughs> I mean, he was. I mean, it, it would be annoying for me as a official of this team when your player has left and then he doesn't give you a really – Solid reason why. The next thing you know, he's posting up at USC games with Snoop taking Snapchats. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Where are your priorities remember, right now? Remember, he um, he sent a text to the players, mm-hmm. like I'm done, retired, <laughs> like whatever, man. I'm next be subject. I'm tired. Like, look, I gotta be honest, Cliff. You guys know I'm a fan of Cravens. Yeah, I'm hoping the team. Sits down with Cravens. They're like, look, they just look at it. Look, he's he he just went about the situation wrong. He didn't do it as a professional. He's young. Clearly, he was concussed. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, as time goes by, we get into the offseason. They can work something out where we have him here. Because when he's on the field, he's a ball player. We got to be honest. Yeah. We know our defense needs ball players. So I'm hoping this isn't a situation where they remove him from the team. But I can see it where he's not here. But I'm hoping I'm that's not the case. Strong. Whose man's is this, man? <laughs> That's all I ever think sometimes when he does stuff. I, I warned you guys about this guy. Cliff called it the day we drafted him. It was like, hey, man, this millennial-ass <laughs> dude is going to be a problem. He, oh, he, he is the atypical or he's the typical millennial. He's all about his appearances on social media. He's very just flaky about everything. I'm just like, dog, whose man whose is this? This is Sua Ubre, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it, it's it's, and even had you know they'd said that in his like pre-draft like bio. There's like this guy. There's questions about his dedication to football, and it, it didn't even take 16 months for him to leave the team. I mean, once they question your dedication to football, there's a red flag right there. And that's why no, I don't I, think he's gonna be back. I, I knew it was a wrap. He would really, really have to have some sort of grand gesture to show that he's committed to this team to have a chance to be back. And even I don't even know if that's gonna be enough, man. I mean, like. If I were the Redskins, I'd be like, we could flip this guy right now for a sixth-round or fifth-round draft pick and get whatever we get from, or we can run the risk of him being here and just going AWOL again. I mean, we don't have time for that. I think the problem is, I mean, I think the problem is you're not going to get anything for him. Mm-hmm. I personally would just bring him back, whatever. Yeah. But I knew it was going to be a problem when he put that stupid snap with the goggles on, saying he couldn't <laughs> see. <laughs> and the hey, team was like, what is I, he talking about? Nah. Honestly, we were, we were I knew it was over. It's like, what is he doing, bro? I knew it was over for that ball. And 
on, in two consecutive days last fall, he was in a FaceTime <laughs> with Mia Khalifa, and then next day he's tweeting at the Kardashians. I'm like, oh, this this guy, this guy's about to be up out of paint. When he put up, when he had those goggles on, bro. Oh my gosh. Oh, Kratos. Next topic, man. Let's talk about the Nathan Lights. Let me go. <laughs> Yeah, come on, take a shot at the light skin, bro. Not even take a shot. Man. It's just it's always something with y'all, Corey. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Speaking of light skins that we can't depend on, let's talk about Jordan Reed, man. Right. <laughs> what was the over under for Jordan Reed in the beginning of the season? Didn't we say ten? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we all yep. would played. Been, we all would been miserably off base. Oh my gosh! My man played six games this season, and two of the games he played less than thirty-five snaps. By far and away, his least productive. Least appearances of the season. Listen, guys, I mean, this guy is two off seasons removed from signing a contract extension that pays him $50 million, 22 and a half of his guarantee. We're not going to trade him. He's going to be back because, one, nobody's going to want trade him. him. Nobody's going to want him. Two, when he's right, he's one of the best tight ends in football. But how are we going to handle this guy moving forward? Do we bring in a young tight end? Do we reduce his snaps? How can we keep this guy healthy? How can we move forward with him well, still on his roster? He started the season hurt. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. Right? Didn't he have a, he had a toe mm-hmm. problem going yep. there? Going into training camp, he didn't even look right when nope. he did play. For real, we got to draft the tight end though. Absolutely, yeah. we have because if you look at Vern, Vern hasn't looked that good Mm-mm. without Jordan on the field. Which is funny because there were people saying we should get rid of Jordan because look how good Vern looks. <laughs> Thinking that Vernon Davis was born in like 1968. <laughs> You know, it's funny is he's our age, dog. I, oh. I, I know. I know. But. That's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but um, now we just got to gotta add We got to bring him back and we got to add a tight end. I think we need to take a tight end relatively early in the draft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got to cover ourselves. You, you yeah. don't have a choice. Like you said, Vernon Davis is not going to be here forever. Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle has played sparingly. You had no idea what you're going to have in him. Now it's Paul Knight. Might not even be back. This is the last year of his deal. He might not even be back. So. I would make that priority come spring. They're going to have to. I will say this. I am not a part of the crowd that wants to trade Jordan Reed. No. So, no, for the people that are out those, there saying those that, are stupid. They're stupid. Knock it off. Knock it off. They're he's just, on the they're, field, he's a dog. They're totally ignoring the fact that who would want him? I mean, not saying that there wouldn't be a team that would be out there for the skill set that Jordan Reed has, but who's going to trade for a guy who has an $8 million cap figure that played, that played like 100 Please. snaps before. Belichick will trade for him, they, and they, they will be like, oh, mm-hmm. he played 16 games. Mm-hmm. Look, there are not too many players that we have on our team that are Difference in makers. the upper echelon of their mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. We are not in a position to be getting rid of those type of players. Absolutely not. Unfortunately, he's been hurt. Look, the Patriots stuck with Gronk. We need to stick with Jordan Reed. That's, it's mm-hmm. just plain and simple. Yes. It sucks that he's been he's been banged up, but we just have to accept the fact that he's not yeah. a durable player. And when he's on the field, we know he's going to contribute if you, if you throw him the ball. That's why, if you throw him the ball, that's, right, that's why you cover yourselves. You draft another tight end, right? And Period. this offense is, is not been the same without him. And there's this offseason, There's going to be a lot of changes in this offense. You're going to add another receiver. Who knows what what Doxon's role is going to be next year? Jameson Crowder is coming is going to be coming off a. A year where he's as productive but had a ton more mental mistakes than he had a year before. And honestly, who are you going to count on in the run game? You need another playmaker in this offense. Jordan Reed is it. Even if he only gives you, let's say he gives you 11, 12 games a season, that's still good enough. I would still take that. I'll take it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> not, even, not even to the debate. 
These people are playing football, folks. Yeah, man. Not so many of them are really out here getting hit weekly and playing 16 games. Mm-hmm. People need to accept that, man. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about Junior Gallette. Uh, a report came out this afternoon that he is going to be seeking free agency come this offseason. He's seeking probably more money, one, but he's also seeking more reps. Guys, let me ask you this. Why isn't Junior Gallette playing more for the Redskins? Um, I wish I, I – I've been trying to figure that out since September. But playing yeah. for who? Um, I don't know. off the field. But there's well, a lot of – he, I mean, those split PFS stats, they, he's probably the most productive – Ruskin's edge rusher the season, despite playing, you know, maybe a third of the snaps as the other guys ahead of him. I mean, I, I just wonder why he's not playing more. He should be. Yeah, but it's possible he's just a relief pitcher. What, yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like. Yeah, which is why so, I don't really hold it against him that he wants to leave. If that's what right. we view him as, then that's fine. That's, that's like, whatever. If he wants to play more, then, then you know, yeah, seek greener I mean, passes. Like, look, we have our two Russians that are playing every down. You're coming off 16 blown Achilles injuries, man. Right. <laughs> so, you know, we've invested a lot in Preston Smith, although he's kind of disappeared the last few weeks. Yep. You got him. If he wants to move on, then he can move on. Like, I, I see why he would want to leave, and I can see why it's hard for us to put him on the field. So, I mean, I don't think it's a things. situation where we should be like, oh, no, we're going to lose Junior Gallet. I mean, he hasn't had that much of an impact anyway. I mean, I was glad to see him on the field, but like you said, Cliff, he's – Blowing out both of his Achilles. Right. He's like, he's heading towards the wrong side of 30 when it comes for football years. I mean, it, it is what it is, man. Yeah, right. and there's no guarantee he'd be back anyway. I mean, him saying that he's going to be seeking free agency doesn't necessarily mean that the Redskins are losing out because he may have not been the Redskins' plans one way or another. As is, as is, you know, and, you, and, also, you, and also, look, we brought him back because we, brought, we got him back on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, we need to draft uh, – a rush end. We need to get younger out on the ends, anyways, in terms of pass rushers. So most definitely, uh, and hopefully, Trent Murphy need to bring will probably be back. Murphy back too. So, so you know, Murphy's a free agent, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say you got to bring him back on a one-year deal. I would, but that's just me. So we we have depth at that position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lucy Gallette we, doesn't necessarily hurt the depth that much because you're going to be welcoming him back. Trent Murphy, and hopefully in year two, Ryan Anderson is showing more than he's showing now because he's, he's that's another guy, one, one of one of one of yeah McLuhan's board guys, football player. He's been a non-factor since the first preseason game. That's one guy I'm hoping that would get a few more reps as we're playing these meaningless games because he needs to get on the field and he needs to play more. Because if yeah. you expect him to do more next season, he needs to play right now. So we're I, out yeah, of man. It. It's, it's, he needs more reps. There's a lot of things with Ryan Anderson. I'm just concerned about man. Like, is he an outside linebacker? Is he playing out of position? Like he he came into camp. They said he wanted to lose some weight. Is that was that the smart move? I I just don't know what to make of this guy. But that's one thing I need to know for sure is that he's going to be playing more of these last three games because he needs those reps. He needs them. I know he he was he, he he was banged up a little bit too. So hopefully right now you know he he gets on the field. Yeah. So let's talk about this game. Uh, you know, a, a game's a game. We're trying to win here. So um, let's do our predictions. Corey, Corey, why don't you start us off, man? Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think it's about to get real ugly. <laughs> I know the last two weeks have been bad. I think it's going to get even worse because the fact that our offense was only able to put up six points last week, that's very concerning, man. I understand we played the team, the Chargers. They're 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 in a little playoff race right now, but 
Six points? Mm-hmm. And we're playing a team in Arizona who they have a damn good defense. Mm-hmm. They they have pass rushers and they have great play in the secondary. Um, so honestly, I think this is going to be very tough on Sunday. Honestly, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to attack Arizona. Honestly, because we don't. We really only have one healthy running back, and <laughs> he looked horrible last Sunday. Sure did. The pass. The passing game was. Just, it was bleak. But sure I, was. But I mean, let's be honest. Our, our twenty-four million dollar quarterback should be able to put some type of points up at home. You would. You would think, right? Am I talking crazy or? Uh, you might be talking crazy. You All right, well, I, probably, I might be talking crazy. But um, I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. I think we're catching the L on Sunday. I think it may be close, but it's two teams that aren't going nowhere. 20 to, 20 to 13, Arizona. Oh, my God, 13 points. Yeah, 20 to 13, Arizona. My hot take is, um, oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We get another defensive touchdown, and the offense only scores another t- one touchdown again this week. Jeez. So some, either way, it's going to be another pick six, or maybe we'll get a fumble recovery for six, something like that. But I don't think this offense is going to do anything on Sunday, and I think there's going to be more leaks coming out of Redskins Park. And the circus is just getting started, fellas. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you, man. I think the team's going to rally. Um. Cardinals are flying cross country. They're banged up on the O line, and their quarterback's Blaine Gabbert. So <laughs> I'm gonna go 27-17. Oh, you got us get 27 points, Cliff. You sure? I do. <laughs> I think we're gonna. I, I think we bounce back. I think the team rallies around the head coach, and they get a W. That would be nice. Hot take. Ah, uh, five sacks. Wow. Ooh. Like is, it's one of those games where Kerrigan gets three or four, right? Right. Yeah, the O-line's beat up. Real beat up. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be an empty place. i tell you that damn much. That's another reason why I think we're going to catch an L. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Somebody had asked me if I wanted a game on Sunday. And even, I was looking at tickets on stuff up. And even $24 seemed like it was too much. I was like, I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not spending $24 on this. No, no, no chance. Negative. But uh, yeah, I, I I'm with Cliff. I think this game is gonna be favorable because you know you people are gonna rally around the head coach. Do you think that you have to go on this little late season run to save this job, and the team will play with some pride? And especially the way they get their ass kicked the past two weeks, they, they need to show me something. And like Cliff said, just like we traveled across country for in a game that meant nothing last week, the Cardinals are doing the same thing this week. So I'm gonna say Redskins 23, Cardinals 17. It's gonna be a close game. My hot take. My hot take, you know what my hot take? Not Samaji Piran, but signed off the street, Capri Bibbs is going to give us 75 and a touch. That's mm. a hell of a hot take. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, well, it's just going to be it's going to be lead right, lead left. It's not going to be any kind of, you know, sophisticated running schemes with this guy. Just handing the ball and let him do his thing. But how much can you really teach a guy off the street from Tuesday to Sunday? I'm so, surprised you- I'm kind of surprised you guys are so confident we're going to score more than 20 points. I said 23. You act like I, I said 43. Last week we scored six. No, I think the team's going to show up on Sunday. Offensively, that is. I think they're going to show up. Because there's, like, the talk is a little out of control. I think there's some guys that have been here that have been around this kind of crap before, and they want to put an end to it. 
Yeah, I'm I'm with Cliff on that one for real. I hope you guys are right, man. But something tells me the floodgates and leaks are about to open up, and uh, it's about to get ugly around here. Well, that's the spirit. (laughs) 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 No, it's truly a a stinker of a season when Corey Gassaway on December 13th is saying the floodgates are about to open. That's how I know the shit has gone sideways. Bruh, I've just I've seen this movie too many times, man. And mm-hmm. our our buddy DJ Swearinger is leading leading the charge with uh, talking about practices, blah blah blah. Like this, you're... <laughs> well, he's going against his ex team, so he needs to show up this week. Yeah, yeah. And y'all heard what uh, Arian said about Swearinger. I know that you guys right now are Swearinger's not your favorite right now, but he said that he's a passionate guy. You know, the, the players respect his honesty and his you know his practice. Uh, candor and everything like that so i mean I, I i can see why his what he said was annoying but maybe i mean there's a chance that he's telling the truth but you know we'll get into that in, in future weeks i mean i don't know I'm, I'm still a huge fan of swearinger but you had to like like cliff has said when our little side chats you got to see on your chest bro there's a certain way you're supposed to go about these things and this is washington dc Right. So when you say something like that, you got to know what you're saying, bro, because right. the media yeah. will twist it any sort of way, and it, it, it leads to other things leaking out of Redskins Park. So. Right. You, you can charge DJ Swearinger for inciting a riot because that, his words kind of, like, started this whole shit for real, honestly. It did. Yeah, it did. man. It's one thing to say after the Vikings game when it's a tough loss and a tough, and a tough close game, mm-hmm. and it gets ignored because you have a game the next week. It's another to say it after a game like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was the time or place to say it. Something like yeah, that. it's not even being petty. Petty's not the word I'm looking for. It, it's almost just like it's just like childish. It's like you played bad, you got your ass kicked. So let me point the finger. It's just like it, not now, not right now. It's not, not the time for this. Time. Not that time. was that was an internal discussion that should have been had. Not exactly something you said to the press because now the coach has to answer for it. The other players have to answer for it. I don't think it was. I don't think it was the right time to say that. But I will. You, I will say this. Ahead, I did love what Gruden said today when asked him about it. You hear what he said? He's like, "It's not. We were playing checkers all week. It's true. I mean, you you think these guys are <laughs> out there just just doing nothing in practice? They're preparing. I mean, you the players got their ass kicked, right? Hey, Jay's my guy, man. Hey, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, everybody. Don't forgive me, man. Take me back. <laughs> no, because I was talking real greasy about my man Jay on Monday. Cliff had calm me down. Cliff was like, Paul, you're being emo. Calm it down all the way now. <laughs> For real. It was like that night in Towson, but you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll save that for the uh, Too Much Sauce podcast. Yes, that's, that's behind a paywall. <laughs> that, that's 50 after dark. <laughs> anyway, thanks for being with us tonight, man. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pick the Gut Blog, and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Pick the Gut, and make sure to follow the podcast on Stitcher, Overcast, the Google Play Store, and the Apple Podcast Store. Like, review, leave five stars. The podcast is out there. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Guys, thanks for being with me again. Uh, I'll see you on Sunday. All right. All right. All right.